everyone and welcome back to the Soul Work Podcast with myself, Ify Alexis Lee. Over here we are all about doing the internal work of growth, healing, wholeness, defining and refining. And on today's episode, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Toby Ollie Jimmy. She is the executive producer at Hill 514 Media. She is a wife and a mom. She's the founder of the W Talk Network, and she's all about allowing lesser heard voices to tell stories globally. I'm so excited to share with you all that we discussed. Lean in, take some notes and enjoy. Toby, it's so lovely to have you on. I'm so excited. Me too. Thanks for having me. I feel like you're one of those people that just do so much behind the scenes. And people don't even know, Toby. People don't even know what you get up to. So please, bring us in just a little bit to who is Toby Olajimi? What does she do? Yeah, so I suppose a lot of people know me as a speaker, you know, as a preacher, um, which which I still do. I'm an itinerant speaker, but I suppose that in some respects is not secondary, but alongside my main job, which is a producer, an exec producer. And I have my own label called Hill 514, um, which comes to 514 actually comes from Matthew 514 about putting, you know, not putting a light under a hill, but putting it, setting it. Right. No, not on a hill, not putting your light under a basket, but setting it on a hill. There we go. There we go. So, um, I produce podcasts and TV and film and radio. We produce, we exist really to produce for the global marketplace. So, you know, my ambition in my heart was really very much to not be niche, like to but to develop stories and to produce stories with brilliant writers, um, brilliant directors, brilliant artists, and take those stories and and get them into the global marketplace. So currently working with lots of people from BBC to Channel 4 to Netflix to we've literally, I don't know when this is going out, but we've just done a three-part series, a podcast series with Audible, um, which will be out soon. And yeah, it keeps me busy. But the, the idea is to really grow in that media and entertainment space and have a solid you know comfortable mm. seat at the table um where the stories that I know from the communities that I know are seen um mm. and and put on a hill I guess so yeah that's basically what I do it's a long way of saying I'm a producer yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. Because I've met you as Minister Toby preaching at church. Yeah. And I feel like the more I get to know you, I'm like, wow, this this woman is a force to be reckoned with. And it didn't even start here because didn't you like, like, weren't you a lawyer? Like, didn't you pass the New York bar? Yeah, this is true. You know, God is so good. Like, he he takes you so kind with us because he takes us. I think if you show, sometimes he shows you the full picture, you kind of like, mm. Please, 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 please. Let me just, you know, but I think in step, each step, it's made so much sense. So, yeah, I, I used to be a lawyer, passed the New York bar. I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment space. So even when I qualified um, as a lawyer, I shadowed some of the best entertainment lawyers about. I shadowed people like Nina Shaw and um, who she reps wow. people like Jamie Foxx. And she's, I mean, she is a force to be reckoned with. Um, Ava DuVernay, like she reps all these amazing people. So I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment space, which is why I qualified New York way and American mm. way. Um, and then I came back and I worked as a lawyer here in the, le- um, in the legal field for about six years. And then 
when I had my son, you know, as you'll know, when you become a parent, like something in you changes anyway. And that's when I really felt like, okay, what am I going to do with the skills that I have in my hand? And Mm. it sounds so wild, but like one day I'll be preaching at a church, like a women's conference. And then the next day I'm like at a table with corporates who, well, the majority, if not all of them, do not believe in my God. Um, It's like, where's the bridge? Where's the middle? Where's the middle? Where, how do, how do these two worlds join you know and that's when yeah. I think God started speaking to me um so I, yeah I, I love that I think you're so multifaceted wow. what do you feel like is the message or like the core of the message that God has kind of given to you to communicate in these various ways yeah I mean I mean it's big it's really difficult to simplify but essentially I would try to and say it's it's his heart to this generation mm. like you, it's it's God's heart to this time, to this particular culture, which is a Western culture that I exist in, um, and to this particular generation where media has a very firm seat at the at the table of culture, yeah. you know. Um, and so I think God's heart is and has been bastardized for once of a better word, the representation of God as is seen as almost dogmatic and hard and so I think stories and and human stories and people the real struggles and their journeys mm. kind of allow is a beautiful landscape which particularly when you work with talented people like I do it's a particular it's a beautiful landscape to communicate God's heart um, right. to us um to people who may never walk into a church and actually because of the way we are and where co- this culture is in this generation, I'm not interested in church. Yeah. Um, church itself, for, for so many people, presents a barrier and evokes an emotion immediately. Mm. Um, you know, it's half the battle is almost lost when you say, can you go to church on Sunday? Like, it's because it just presents so much. It's strong emotions. Um, whether people like you and me and lots of people that I know who are normal, and we're not, we've never lost our minds. We're just out here trying to raise our kids, be, you know, do the work, do, just doing what we're doing, but love the Lord. And I think presenting those people on screen, you know, mm. and, and in all of its inks, and we're not perfect people too. You know, this is something really, I'm sure we'll get into all of this, but in all of its honesty and authenticity, that's what it is. God's heart to this culture, like, you know, um, so yeah. Toby we need more people like you oh my gosh I think what you're describing requires being able to really hold nuance in a way that many people refuse to like we see things as black and white right it's right or it's wrong it's moral or it's amoral like immoral like but being able to in some places like give up a war so you can give up a battle so you can win the war concede a bit of ground so you can gain more ground it takes a level of maturity that I think sometimes in our Christianity or in our zeal without knowledge can be seen as compromising yeah oh absolutely yeah as a Christian how have you handled that I mean I get it I'm gonna get it people are going to view me as comprom- as compromising in some way or form. But you know what? You have hit the nail on the head with that word nuance. And I almost, I understand that people think I compromise because I was once those people where it's black and white. And I, I think if I look back at some of my earlier messages as like, you know, that zealous <laughs> kind of, 
you know, just comes across, I will mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I will look back at what I have said and cringed. Um, I'm right there with you, by the way. Sometimes you I'm know, like, okay, right message just required right. a bit more compassion Absolutely, and know. a bit more ex- life experience. <laughs> you know, just a little bit. It's like, I don't want to hear what you're saying. This is, where do you want, you know, um, but as I have grown and actually as I have lived, not, not anybody else, like this is not the experience of anybody else. As I have grown up myself, I have been humbled. Like mm. life has humbled me. God has used life to humble me. Like, and I have, began to look at people when they approached me maybe with issues with, with a completely different lens and that lens is nuance um n- nobody wants to be outcast every everyone wants to belong like yeah. you know as I said about my daughter just starting school they are four and five year olds majority of them are four year olds and you can see even at that stage they all want to belong they, you know we are more alike than we would like to present that we're not. Um, and so from this regenerated spirit that we, that we that we are, I am learning to, to not to forget the nuance. And actually I went back to scripture and you, mm. it, it comes alive. Like it, I went back to kind of the footsteps of Jesus. And I know even this interview, people are gonna come for me. I'm so sorry if they come for you too, but like there's nuance in like the way Jesus approached everyone. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, like nobody was just this big stroke of a brush. And it was like, well, let me just tackle you all into this room and talk to you. Mm. It was like, no, he spoke to the soul of every individual. And right. if we create, like, if I can, in my time, create iconic characters on screen where they're not caricatures, you know, and they are humans with that kind of depth and layer, then mm. I think people connect to that nuance as opposed to each, every human does this. If you're a right. Christian, you live like this. I think it's unhelpful for the people who don't believe, but I think it's also unhelpful for the people who do believe because then they become imprisoned in this ideal mm. um, that that is not actually their authentic growth towards their relationship mm. with the Lord. Yeah, I'm so happy that you said that, because even if we look scripturally, like how Jesus dealt with people, the woman that was caught in adultery, they brought her and said, you know, like she has done this. What do you have to say? Not once did he address even the issue of adultery. He says, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. And he 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 ministers to her, says, you know, go and sin no more. Like he he covers her in her place of sin. And I think you're right. It's easy to paint everything with a broad brush, but to actually meet people individually the woman at the well for example and speak to her circumstances and and be willing to extend his compassion that's something that we don't always want to do it's easier to just yeah broad brush people and I think I heard the phrase recently um it's like church fragility kind of like how you have like white fragility anything that seems to push back against your preconceived notion of how you view God is, it's inherently wrong. Like it's immediately wrong, but to stay, sit and tussle with ideas, even with believers, because that's what they did in the New Testament. They would sit for weeks going back and forth, talking about scriptures. Some of us are like, no, 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 no. Let's just completely brand that person as a false teacher. Yeah. And that's not okay. No, no, I mean, that woman at the well still is one of my top 10 passages of all time, because we, we we then have our Lord, you know, who we believe is the creator of the universe. Do you know what I mean? Like in all of his wonder and magnitude, sit at a well, like sit and wait for this woman who has been socially ostracized. And, it, you know, I just think if 
were engaging with that same God daily. And as, as I have done in my experience, I can't help but think, well, who are those, who are those people, quote unquote, at the well in our society today? And, and, I, and, I, I, and I, do we have the posture to wait for them to actually have a conversation? Like, and that's what, you know, that's why I love media, that's why I love entertainment, because art evokes, com good art evokes conversation, you know, mm -hmm. like, and actually from good conversation, like what you say, you do tussle. But in order to tussle, I think you have to have the right posture. They they tussled in the New Testament because their posture was, I want to know more. Mm. Not I want to be right. Um, mm. You know, and when you have that posture of actually tell me, like, what's your perspective? Where are you coming from? You'll be surprised, like, um, you'll be surprised what the beauty that comes and the growth that comes out of that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. How have you found it in terms of staying humble when you're around some of these people of like huge influence, wealthy, affluent people? How has that been for you, that journey of being humble, trusting God? Uh, you know, yeah. Do you know, I, I absolutely hate industry events. I'm sure everyone in the, if there's anyone in the industry that's watching this one, they probably hate them too. I, you know, I, I'm nervous, you know, I've got imposter syndrome. You know, I'm like, what am I supposed to be here? My route was not conventional. You know what I mean? Like, um, and now I have my, I have my own label. It's like, mm, how did that happen? You know, so I tend to go to those places where it's like, actually, let me just do what the Lord has called me to do and keep it simple. It, like, it's not that deep. And I, I just think we are in a time now where we love the flashy. You know, we're like moths, like that run towards the light. Like, it's yeah. not... And I think what that does is it, it it kind of rips us from the nutrients. Um, so when I'm in the space of like with people who have been in the industry for a long time, who typically don't believe what I believe, but oh my gosh, I am learning more than I can tell you, Ify. Like mm. these are people who have created brands and IP and, you know, characters that my son is drawing that- wow generations before them drew you know take someone like spider-man my son still has the full religia of spider-man and how many little boys before them and that came from one mind you know mm. so how i kind of try and stay humble is like actually i'm with my notepad i'm with my pen i'm kind of like i actually from both sides i know i, I know nothing but i'm open to learning and what i do know is that I'm in every room that the Lord wants me in. Uh, do you know what I mean? And it's for me when I get into that room to be open enough to to realize why I'm in that room. And mm. it's never about, it's, it's, I, I don't think I've ever been into a room where I've said that prayer, like, well, Lord, why do you have me in this room? And the answer has been because it's like, yeah, hype and followers and this and that. It's never, it's just, it's just never, that's never the answer. Mm. And and if I, I think for those that kind of are, find that attractive they should realize how temporal it is right you know you know mickey mouse says disney's 100 100 years old and has you know and we now are fighting against if you like some of the messages of disney and blah 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 and it's like some people have been called to that i'm not throwing shade at it but mm. i do believe that if i'm sitting with somebody like bob Iger, who's the seat where i'm not sitting with bob Iger. one day can i sit with bob Iger? amen i, I you know I've, i've not sat with bob Iger. would love to sit with bob Iger. but if i sat with I'm, i don't want to sit and in that time and not learn I just think I do, I do myself a massive disservice because I know if I do that, I'm learning from a great mind and then I'm leaving that at the feet of the Lord. And he does with that with and through me, right. what he, you know, sometimes we can't, oh no, nose to spite our face or 
we throw the baby out with the bathwater because we say, you don't believe what I believe. So there's nothing I can learn from you. Yes. And yes. I just, I just, I really pray that like people who do like from our generation, that people that do love the Lord and have been called, if you like into mainstream markets, places or whatever, that they don't take that approach because there are a lot of people you can learn a lot of things from yeah. and do that. And, and, and who knows, I suspect they'll probably learn from you too. Mm. Yeah. I really love that you said that because I've been there on the other side where I'm like, if you're not a Christian, if you don't know the Lord Jesus is your personal savior, yeah. what can I really get from you? And yeah. I thank God for the shift in my mindset where now, like I can listen to so many nuanced kind of like talks, Ted talks from different people. And I'm like, wow, the gifts yeah. of God are really without repentance. Yeah. And whether someone walks with Jesus or not, there sometimes is a depth that you can still garner from them. If you allow yourself to sit with the fact that God gives his gifts bountifully there's natural gifts there's spiritual gifts all of that stuff but let's not negate the fact that there's so much that we can get from people learn from people and so much that we have to offer to people that if we put up this barrier of do you know Jesus or not that's really going to limit the amount of influence you can have I agree yeah exactly it's a table this you know I was studying with, with some friends and we were like how many references particularly in the New Testament does, the, does Jesus talk about dining do you know you know it's not that he was a foodie do you know what I mean it was like even down to revelation he knocks on the door of our hearts if you come in he will dine with us in um, end of John when he comes back after his resurrection he's like come make me breakfast they right. sit there he didn't just say um you're gonna go and do this he's not gonna do that they're eating he's like do you love me do you love me he's he's like yeah I love you I love you three times he asked him do you love me he's like then go feed my lambs every part of there's so much in the new testament where Jesus kind is kind of talking about this this almost this reference if you like to dinner and dining and mm. sitting down at dinner. you know you see it in revelation where he's like he knocks at the door of our hearts whoever opens he'll come in and dine with us you've got him at the end um, in John where he um after he's resurrected goes to Simon Peter and he's fishing and he's like you know bring some bring me some of that fish just eat breakfast right you know we've got the lord's supper and i think you know if you think about dinner and, and breakfast and eating like defenses are down people are vulnerable food does that naturally and i you know and i just think that that's kind of what i'm so passionate about in this time in this particular season is for me to kind of put my defenses down a little bit so I can be relational with people um I haven't my production I haven't been called to make the chosen like you know I I love the chosen by the way but I haven't mm. been called to make the chosen I haven't been called to in this time anyway to make that kind of overtly Christian, Christian content and that's probably why you know they will think I'm a heathen and I've backslid and all of those sorts of things but I but I've I I think I've been I want to I want to reflect the human condition right and that's what I'm passionate about that's it it's when you sit down and you meet a stranger and you're talking to them and you get to know them it's the human condition it's mm. my marriage you know someone that I've known since I was 18 years old the human condition it all comes yes. under this human condition and that is what I feel so passionately I want to depict on screen and 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 more so in the communities that are not currently on screen so like mm. our aunties and our mums and their plights and their stories um and you know the immigrant story but not in that way that it's been told our experience um, yep. and I think it will allow people to 
understand a lot better why so if you like if you like we believe what we believe or how we believe what we believe yeah in order to do that i have to be loyal sorry let me just in order to do that i have to be loyal to what the human condition is yeah and i think sometimes christians want to i don't know what mm-hmm. yeah i don't you know, like, and it's like, that's not life, though. That's not how we're really living, you mm. know. And I think if you really look at, like, the root of, like, jealousy and envy or, or disappointment or the hope deferred makes the heart sick, the Bible says. What does that do to someone when they've waited and waited and wait and they still, they're, they're not in their 20s, they're in their 40s, 50s. Yeah. Life still hasn't done what it's supposed to do. What does that actually do to the human condition? You mm. know, I'm... Um, yeah, it's I, it's what gets me up in the morning. I can't wait to put those things on screen for in, mm. you know, put in audio because I think that's when we begin to connect and that's hopefully we'll invite people to seek, you know. Mm. Uh, and then once they start seeking, it's like, well, even the Bible says, you seek, you will find, you know. And it's like, if you see some, you see some changes in someone, it's like, oh, what? I never thought of it that way, you mm. know, irrespective of their status or whatever they've done or their accolades. It just takes for someone to say, oh, I haven't, I haven't thought of it that way. Um, and so for me, I suppose in that truest sense, I see myself as more, I don't say evangelist, but more in that kind of way. That's my passion, my heart. Mm. And in order to do that, I am prepared. And not only am I prepared, I'm enjoying sitting at the table and dining in that same way that I see Jesus do and had and did rather yeah yeah I absolutely love that especially what you mentioned about hope deferred making the heart grow sick like what does that actually mean and showing people that are struggling with things like infertility struggling with you know having stability in your career and how that affects you as a person and I, I think you're right you know sometimes in our quest to show Jesus in his glory we feel as though we need to appear more perfect than we are um but having Christ in your life doesn't make your life perfect it, he he comes alongside you in the the peaks and troughs of this life the disappointments and and the the great things um he gives us an expected end but that doesn't mean that everything that we go through is is good but all things work together for good and I think in our fragility, sometimes we are afraid that if we are honest about the human experience, then is God still good? Exactly. And we don't want to wrestle with 100%, that. 100%. 100%. Mm. As you get older and you have, have, have dear friends who's buried parents and buried siblings and wow. they, they believe and it's like you're standing, we prayed and prayed and prayed. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like we were sitting down and not praying. Like, we prayed and prayed and prayed and it still didn't happen, you know. And my friends go on to believe and they go on to say God is good. But when mm. they say God is good, their heart has, you know, is it's, it's, it's heavy in, in, that, in the way they say God is good. And I think, man, I, I am just in a space, maybe because I'm getting a bit old, I don't know. Well, I want to reflect all of that um, and the things we don't do so well in church, the things we don't do, like all of that is, is not only is it great drama and great entertainment, but that side, I think it allows people to say, oh, wow, like we are all in our own ways striving um, and yet mm. God is still good, you know. Mm, I love that. What does personal integrity look like for you day to day in the kind of work that you do? How do you hold on to that integrity? Yeah, I think it's it's really tricky and it's really hard 
in terms of me personally, just being honest, like, you know, the, I could, as I said, I'm in, in a lot of rooms that we believe different things or we have different outlooks on life or different worldviews. And equally, I'm running a, you know, a business. This is a, this is a business. It's not a, a hobby. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there's always in every room, the temptation in that, in that human desire to belong. Yeah. Want to be a part of and to be the same. And I'm learning, I'm growing and and that's that's not just with Christianity. That's with all. I am a first generation Nigerian, pre, you know, previously working class, gone through class migration to now middle class, grown up in Tottenham, and female woman. You know, um, a lot of people I've dealt with in the industry that we currently I currently work in. That is not their story. You know, they are mm. middle class brothers. You know what I mean. So it it comes integrity can come from even just saying, oh, no, that wasn't my experience. Or integrity can come from, oh, what do you mean by that? When somebody says a word that you don't understand and it's like, actually, do I say, oh, what does that mean? Or do I pretend to understand to present myself as, you know, more highfalutin or what have you? Um, And there's times I've done, there's times I've literally pretended. There's times I have waffled and pretended and (laughs) (laughs) gifted the gab. (laughs) You know, you you just quickly, and then you just pray that somewhere in the conversation, you catch up to the point that you... You know, and after when I've left that, I've felt convicted. The Lord has convicted me in those moments of no, no, you be exactly as you are, you know, to them. And that's you've you've lied, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's in that it's in those sorts of things, you know. It's time when I before I will say that I had a terrible potty mouth, really bad language before. Um, for I'm just a fiery person, and so as I said, I'm from ends, you know. The the the, the colorful language. Would oh, we get it. Out. We get it. So when you're back in those environment where that it's very easy for me to and then afterwards it's like I've been checked on language and then it's down to kind of you know these are big commercial deals that we're doing there's there's lots of money that flows through the industry that's the truth like and I think just learning like actually integrity is my yes is my yes my no is my no I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do I'm not going to get a writer to write a whole series and I haven't done the deal with his agent even though I want the writer to write so I can sell the, it's that little actually no so I'll call your agent and say what's going on with this so you're not writing for free you know it's all of those things that you know the scripture talks about that they will see you, they will, they will see our integrity. They will see that it's yes and yes. I don't have to say to them, oh, you know, do you know John 3, 16? It's more kind of like, oh, is what you're saying trusted with me? You know, like most industries, this industry is probably no different. By the time people get together, the gossip and the just comes and it's like, who's done this? Oh, what's happening? I heard that production was a mess. I heard that mm. production is this. It's, am I going to overly contribute to that conversation am I going to enjoy that conversation or is it going to be you know Toby's one of those she's not going to give she's not going to give you much she's not because they know that actually you know your words are safe with me just like the others words are safe with me your 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 downfalls and or what you know production's not easy all of that is safe with me I'm not going to go then go and sit with a sky commissioner and say well Mm. I feel like I I reflect I want to reflect the character of God in those moments. I have a responsibility to reflect mm. the character of God in those moments. And I think actually those things are more important than these politicized um, Christian um, polarized topics. You know, in the moment, you realistically, people are not going every day and talking about abortion. It's an important issue. But day to day, 
those polarized things that we see on on TV or we see on Twitter don't flood into my day-to-day life. What floods into my day-to-day life is, am am I lying? Am I going to shortchange somebody on a deal? Am I going to try and cut a corner here? Is is excellence important to me? You know, Mm. am I going to you know file that VAT return you know am I gonna am I gonna inflate all of those things are important that's integrity and you'll be surprised that when you skimp on there you will you skimp on what you think is little or you've justified in your mind or heart is little it, it actually will grow and grow and grow one but two yeah. excellent works is what should be you know worshipped to the father really mm. so that's how I you know for me you're absolutely right. Like if you're faithful with a little, you'll be ruler over much. And yeah. integrity is one of those things that so many of us gloss over because you're right. No one has to know. Even your spouse may not know. Um, exactly. But it's it's between you and God. And I think in those places where it is, you know, I'm going to say, I don't know if I really don't know. I'm going to file that VAT, you know, I'm yeah. going to do these things. God is able to see those things and reward you for those things. And those things eat away at your character. You know, they eat away at the the quality, the Christian the Christian excellence that you're able to bring to something. Um, and so, yeah, integrity integrity matters. And, and I find that that it, it sometimes it protects you too. I remember I was like so close to signing a deal, right? Um, it, was, it was with the BBC. They loved the idea. They loved it, but I didn't have a writer yet. Right? So I need the idea was great, but I need a writer, and they would be interested in the writer and who it was. And the commissioner was like, this is great. You can, it's all going well. You can see they're excited. I'm excited. And then she's like, do you have a writer on this yet? And like, who's the writer? And in that moment, there was a temptation for me just to lie. There's so many brilliant writers I know. I could have said anyone and then quickly called that person later. Yeah. You know, they're not going to turn down a BBC team, you know. Um, and it was such a direct question, though, Ify. Do you have a writer? It's not mm-hmm. like, are you thinking of someone even going to, you know? And so I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, as I kept going, as I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just like the Holy that. Spirit started to... <laughs> so then I had to even just, you know, it's like you got to quickly come back. I said, no, sorry, so what did you say? Do, I, do we have a writer? Because I, I was like, I can't do it. I was like... No, we don't have a writer yet, but I'm working on blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, that's cool. She's like, oh, you can go. Okay, don't worry, get one and come back to me. Now, did I want to sign that door? Yes, then. Yes, I did. Um, do I know was it whether I was ready? Would I would it have been more than I could have, you know, handled right there? I don't know too. Do you see what I mean? But I walked off the court. We didn't get the deal, but it was still open. And I was like, actually, that was an integrity moment. It wasn't about the deal. It was about character moment. Mm. So much of what the Lord calls you and I too, actually, isn't about the floss and the the gloss or the front page covers. It's about what he's doing in you. Um, And so initially I lied. I was like, yeah, yeah. Then afterwards I was like, actually, no, like I need to, I need to be able to, be honest in those moments and um, so that I don't even just chomp you know bite off more than I can chew and fail in a way that where the Lord's like well who far who asked you with your far self to go that fast anyway mm, amazing yeah. I guess this question kind of relates but the Bible talks about selfish ambition being a fruit of the flesh but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have ambition how it's- how do you find towing that line or if, if it is a line for you having godly ambition and selfish ambition yeah I mean ego isn't it like ego is a real thing you know I had to I've had to I have to it's not even a like I've conquered this is not like I've I've finished a class burned down the school kind of thing this is real time it's 
you know, it's that kind of put respect on my name or, you know, even within the industry, it's that kind of, yeah, I did it in a non-conventional way, but I'm doing it. I've, I've been doing it. Like time to time to call on Toby, like time to kind of, you know. And when I get into those kind of funks, um, I realise that then it's actually physically and mentally unhealthy for me. You know, it, if I, you know, if I say to an agent, oh, I really love blah, 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 blah. And the agents are like, oh, that person's busy. A writer's busy. And I take that and I'm like, it's, it's, if, I bet if so-and-so called, you know, I bet if it was a production company, I don't know, called, then they wouldn't say she was busy. Like, put respect on my name. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. You know, And actually, the writer could just be busy. Or, like, the writer could legitimately be busy or maybe not but let's just say the writers but I have taken that and I've realized and I've made it about me I've made it I've internalized it against my ego um and in and, and it happens a lot it happens it happens, and I'll probably call my system like you know they said so and so's busy but I bet they're not busy can you she's a writer I'm like it's, do you know if she's in, in, in any writer's room do you know if there's any writer's rooms mm. I'm just gonna find out whether he's actually busy or not you know and it's like you can see that. Who is this for? What is this for? Like, what do you hope to gain? And right. who is the reward for? Um, in those moments, I realised that I've slipped into this very self-seeking and selfish ambition. And actually, nearly all the times, if it is unhealthy for me, I, I can't talk for anybody else, but for me, it's unhealthy because it's a beast that I'm hoping to feed me, you know, mm. constantly. You know, it's this. It's not about the healthy affirmation. No, it's or it's like validate my identity, validate my identity, validate my worth as Toby, validate my existence as Toby. I have to when I'm in that place. I literally have to always go back into a time of like just stillness and right. calming down, because actually, when it's when you move to godly ambition, it isn't about my identity is secure. Mm. Make a show and it flops. My my identity's secure. Make a show and it does well. My identity's secure. Give me the agent. I'm the agent. Give me the writer. Still, who I am is who I am. Don't give me one. Still, who I am is who I am. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Those and and it's like I'm just being obedient. I'm just doing what the Lord's called me to do. I'm just I'm doing. Or if for people that may listen to this that don't believe, I'm just doing the best that I can do with any every given day. Like that's what that's what I'm doing. But when you connect this ambition of I need to be you know and it's it's so funny because people seem like you're the next Issa Rae you're the next Shonda Rhimes they you know <laughs> and bless them it's all well well-intended hype hype friends so sweet right but your reaction to that can be to one or two things yeah I, I am, am. <laughs> you know and it's that kind of and with all of that comes all of that pressure it comes all of that this is my identity and should I not in any given day then that identity changes and I'm no longer the next. Whereas actually I'm just Toby and every day, not whether work, whether with my kids, whether whatever, I'm going to do the best what I'm supposed to do today in the contribution to a wider team. That's how yes. I see it as well. This kind of selfish ambition is like, it's Toby, it's Toby, it's, it's the label, it's Hill 514. But when I step outside of that, my identity, then I see you and I see so many other people. I'm like, oh, okay, this is my contribution yes. to this wider beautiful canvas and it takes it's so it's for me it's more healthy perspective and that's how I kind of like do mm. it it's like looking at a picture too closely with self-ambition you don't see anything but when you step back you're like, oh, 
this is I can't see how this is all kind of mm, work. God yeah. has a plan and we're just a part of it. Exactly. You know, the plan isn't just me, but we're a part. We get to co-labor with him. Yeah. I and it's, it's okay not to have that main character energy in God's plan. Like just just be diligent and faithful in your in your space, you know. Yes, yes. I know that you are married 11 years. Yes, 11 yeah. years. And you have two children. How, yeah, how has it been like finding balance, um, prioritizing your marriage, prioritizing your children whilst building this global media empire? Um, you know, I was speaking to you, even you the other day, I've been banging on to everyone that like in Thessalonians 4, 11, it talks about having an ambition, we're just talking about ambition or aspire to lead a quiet life. Um, I'll actually read it for you because it's so lovely. It says, and make it your ambition, this is the NIV version, to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business and work with your hands, um, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. I mean, that kind of sums up literally everything we said in terms of integrity and the respect of others who don't believe. But that top bit about ambition to lead a quiet life has oh my god it has literally given me life mm. for the balance of my home my wife I mean my wife my husband my children um because I again there's this there's always there's always a treadmill everything's a different treadmill I could jump on a treadmill of keeping up with the Joneses I could jump on the treadmill of you know what's your child doing what's your child, even within the context of school oh did yeah. you try to do that class Oh, I should probably get Joshua onto that club. Joshua doesn't even like the club, but Joshua's going to do the club because Toby's yeah. got an issue with, you know, there's always something, you know, it's like 11 years when we got, um, we had our 10 year anniversary. It was like, what do we do? A lot of our friends were in that same 10 year bracket. Some people really, I love them. Mm-hmm. They really- spent the money. Hmm. So what what do we want to do though? What's it like for us and being okay with that? That quiet living is like, my ambition is not for the noisy. My ambition is not for the unnecessarily um, loud and I'm going to present myself the performative nature of what we're doing. And it's like actually narrowing down and grounding myself in the authenticity of where we are. So what I, you know, and social media sometimes, and this is no judgment because I know everyone, for some people, their authenticity actually is, you know, showing themselves on social media, but for us, it isn't. And for a long time, you know, here and there, I mean, I mean the day to day, but I tried it for so long to be like, let me do this thing. Let me, you know, come, 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 dinner, come, baby, baby, let's snap, let's snap. But not yeah. only was it not him, but actually just wasn't me too. Um, and so now I'm like learning that in each and every day. Um, and life's busy. You can't, it's a season of my life. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. He works, I work. There's nothing we can do about this, um, you know, the busyness of seasons. But in the moment, I could make sure that we're being authentic to ourselves um, and making sure that that balance of where I don't need to be is where I don't need to be. So I don't actually need to be at every single industry event. I don't, you know, it's 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 it's, it's like, you think, oh, FOMO, I wasn't there. Oh my God, I'm not there. I'm missing out on something. Mm-hmm. Are you really though? Same with ministry. I don't 
actually have to be at every women's conference. Yes. You know, I just go to the park with my husband and it's, we push them on the swings and nobody knows. Like, you know, and that actually now in this season is the majority of our life. It is, you know, it's the school runs, it's the seating around the dinner, the table that I sit at now. How was your day talking about? So what happened with that friend, Eliana saying to Joshua, tell us, tell us, you know, and that's the joy. There's a joy in that moment. And then when it goes to my work, it's what we've said. It's about being diligent in my work. When I show up, I'm, I'm like, okay, we've sorted out who's doing the school run. We've sorted out doing all of that. So now when I'm at work, I'm showing up at work, you know, mm. and every time. So when I am reading Eliana's story at night, I'm not checking my emails, you know, because that I've, I've done that. I've done that for the day. I'm not checking. Eliana gets me. And when I'm sitting down with Axe at the end of the day, I'm not in all, all the time talking about the kids or talking about work. He gets me. Um, and it's not really for the performative nature of anybody else. That's the key mm -hmm. for me. I'm not living my life for you to, for your show to couple goals or relationship goals. No, 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 no. We're just living our life as to, unto the Lord, which we've, we've seen each season. We hope to be pleasing to him, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Incredible. And that's quite life. So countercultural. It is. Life. It, for Christians too. I wonder, I was like, do people know about this? Mind your own business. Can you and 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 when you start to mind your own business, you realize that your business is a lot. Yes. It's not like you and I, it's not like it's not like we say mind your business, like, oh wow, I've got a lot to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't even know because I was so distracted with everybody else's business. But you know, you think just take Mary and G, I think Mary's the best, Mary, mother of God her business was to raise one boy and could you imagine messing that up like could you imagine the performative nature like a mother just that's to raise a child that that's you know so yeah, yeah I just think it's so countercultural that kind of quiet life and it also means that it's hard work the intentional good nature of it because it's like oh when you want the sister or my cousins or someone say something and I'm like well should I inner myself no 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 unsolicited that's mm. they don't need to, they're okay like I don't need to inner my whole business into no that's no good. no we're all good you know um something slightly annoyed me should I escalate it to 10 mm. no 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 I don't think that was their intention I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt I actually do not think that was their intention I want to I'm my my aspiration is a quiet life it's not to you know some things require confrontation but not everything requires a confrontation that's good you know so you realize when you start thinking about that quiet life it kind of flows into every little thing you you don't major on the minors anymore and it's not easy sometimes to do but you don't you're like i'm gonna let i'm gonna let that go so you can really focus on those things that are of importance mm. yeah I love that, especially the living a quiet life. Like you're right, it's it's very countercultural. It's not what we naturally gravitate towards. It just reminds me of when Jesus says, like, consider the log in your own eye before you consider the speck in someone else's yeah. eye. Like, stay with your business, yeah. <laughs> focus on your focus, focus on what's in front of you and what God has given to you to focus on. Thank you so much, Toby. How can people get in touch with you? How can people find out more about what you do and be a part? Yeah, so how can they do that? They can they can follow me online, <laughs> that we can say, yeah. You can follow me, follow me. Follow on, my Instagram. <laughs> I think follow my Instagram because I am I am gonna try and document the journey. I'm trying, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, that's what I can do, guys. I'm gonna try and document the journey a little more of what we're doing. Cause I do think like 
it's a it's like it's been amazing and we've had an amazing year and so we'll see what kind of comes with that so yeah follow me tobiola jimmy on instagram it's currently private but i actually accept everybody so just i just want to make sure there's just no weirdos so yeah just um might as well just, make it public <laughs> just yeah yeah just um followed me and i love you ify i love what you're doing i love as i said you step back you're like oh i see you see you girl it's mm-hmm. amazing it's needed um you're stepping out of like you make it, you know, even just kind of, there's a show, have I told you about this show called Couples, Couples Therapy? Couples Therapy. I love Couples Therapy on BBC. I was going to message you on BBC. I love it. I love it. I was it. literally going to message you because I was like, this is, so we, maybe we need to do a little something, something on that. We should talk offline. Mm-hmm. I have been astounded with what childhood trauma does and what like. Yes. I mean, and, and for, for you to have that and to, be, and to be a believer of the Lord and to be in that space like it's for it's for this time it's for this culture it's for this generation like we need it like so yeah no love love what you're doing but love you too yeah, so, yeah. love you too toby thank you so much Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you were able to glean so much from it just as I was. Head on over to my website, ifyalexis.com forward slash podcast to access the show notes from today's episode. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead, give us a subscribe, a like and comment below. And if you are listening on the various podcasting platforms, do leave a rating and a comment to let us know how you found it. Wishing you all the best on your journey as we do the soul work together.